I'm Ben, that's Dan, and we've got the giggles tonight. I don't know why. We just started laughing Miss, like two we seconds in. <laughs> we, were, uh, we were so serious. Uh, this is episode 71 of our little nonsense gaming variety show. Tonight, on this, the most historic first ever episode 71, we're going to be talking some E3 rumours. E3's just around the corner. That came up really, really fast. Mm, uh, mm. We're going to talk about the future of retro gaming. Mm. Mm. Bit of an oxymoron there. Mm. And finally, we're also going to be talking about bad game endings. Bad game endings? Yes. Uh, you can catch us if you are an audio listener. You can't catch Dan, though, because he's running away. I plugged my mic into the wrong thing. But if you're an audio listener, you can hear us and over on you can't. <laughs> iTunes. You can hear us over on SoundCloud and Spotify. If you're watching live right now, you're probably watching us on Twitch. So twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. And you may want to catch this later, or you may be watching it now later. That isn't now. So it's a future, but in our past, your part. Anyway, go to youtube.com backslash hack the dino. You can see our videos there. Not only the main show, but worst game reviews, mm. uh, copies of your stream. I'm back. And your front. Yep. Both here. And other very funny things that'll make you probably die. Cool. But in a good way. Uh, Man, I'm so glad I noticed that mic there. <laughs> when we turned up completely... Actually, it's still going pretty loud. And we're... Uh, Whoa. Well, what what are you doing? Going. Let's keep going. Yeah, I think we should. All right. We're proudly sponsored by King Kaiju Collectibles and Greenlight Comics, but more On from them later. later. Okay. So, Dan... What have we been playing? What have you been playing? Well, I've been playing... What have I been doing? I did a stream on the weekend, and I was playing Star Wars Battlefront 2. Now, I know what you're going to say. Why were you playing that garbage online multiplayer game that everyone hates? Actually, I was just going to say there's still a bit of coffee in my water, and it tastes Ooh. like really weird coffee water. Right, having a bit of trouble with the... Uh... Yeah, every anyway. time I click away, it goes to another video. That's all right. That, yep. that is weird. Yeah, Dan, you're playing this game. Ah, uh, yeah, so... Basically, yeah, um, Battlefield, I did the campaign yep. of Battlefield 2. Um, no one really talks about this campaign that ver very much, um, but I wanted to, like, uh, a couple of people said to me, oh, it's really, really good, but everyone was so fixated, you know, with all the, what was it, like the bad... Um, loot boxing. Yeah, and loot boxing. Uh, microtransactions. Yeah, and, and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, no, I'm going to play it. And someone said, and I saw it the other day, and it was out uh, in a sale for $12, the game. And I'm like, you know what? Oof. I'm going to do it. And apparently, like the the campaign's like ten hours long, and I'm like, ten hours, twelve bucks, that's fine. It's written by uh, Mitch Dyer. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, you uh, also come across a NPC who tells you all about the Altano system. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because they're friends. That's weird. Um, it's cool. Wish I was in a Star Wars. So game. straight away started the campaign up, and I noticed first thing I noticed was it's third person. And I was just like, yes, because I love my third-person campaigns, a la Gears of War, all those kind of things, like uh, Just Cause and stuff like that. Why? And I don't know. I just think I like <sighs> it. I think it actually, the graphics look... Brayden, Yo. if I was asking you then, and you just mentioned Just Cause, and I said, oh, why? What would you say? He doesn't know either. I didn't get it. I don't, I, I, I it's a setup. I was, why? And you say, Just Cause. Ah! Uh, 
You amateurs. Hey, anyway. we're all a bit out of sorts today. You're yeah. out of sorts. I'm firing on all cylinders. Anyway, Dan. On all sorts. Anyway, it was third person. And I was like, yes, uh, loving that. Because I think third person games, actually, it kind of makes it look like better graphics. You can go into third uh, first person, and I'm just like, it just looks like a first person shooter. But this, like, it rounds the world around. You can see your character doing the things, and it feels more video gaming to me. I think because you can see more of the, the world. S- the world, yeah, you're more immersed in it, um, as opposed to first person shooter, which mm, mm. not a fan. And the graphics in this game are beautiful. There's, it's so crisp and nice, and everything looks perfect, and your lighting's perfect, and it's just such a beautiful looking game. Um, and the weapons, they feel good. Like you know, yeah, they feel like you know, um. They feel like, you know, the, the Star Wars blasters and all that stuff. And because you play, what made this game different is you start, you play a baddie or you play the, what are they called? The Imperials? No. Yes. yes. The Imperials. Um, you play an elite stormtrooper named, oh, I can't remember her name. It's like Vince Urso or something. It's not that at all. Jin Urso. It's not that. This is before she found the Death Star plans. Oh, it's the wrong one. Yeah, you play this. You play this lady. So you play a lady stormtrooper elite, and they look. You look so cool. You like. You can see you're black. Your whole suit's black. You've got this red stripe going down the front of like your um, the stormtrooper mart. You've got a stripe, red stripes going down your arm, and you just look wicked. Um, it's got. You've got kind of a canvas suit, which is you know, instead of like you know the plastic white suits and stuff like that. And like in these bits here, where, where you can see here, I came up, and every time I saw a normal stormtrooper, I went to shoot him because I'm so used to shooting stormtroopers. Now we're on the forest moon of Endor here, yeah. obviously towards the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so it's the question I want to know, and and mm-hmm. on the lips of all of our listeners and viewers, is uh, how many Ewoks do you get to slaughter? Uh, none, because this is set after. Oh. This is set at the end of Return of the Jedi. So this is after the battles happened. They've all never. This is this. You do get to see though the reactions. Like you see the Death Star blow up, like the second Death Star, and you get to see the reactions of your characters seeing their all their dreams just. You know what would up. cheer them up? What? Putting bullet holes in those furry little teddy bears that defeated the Empire with sticks and stones. If you look up, you do get to see them run around the trees and stuff. Oh yeah, they're around. You probably can shoot them. I just didn't bother. But um, anyway, you um, you've got like a three card weapon system, so you. Uh, uh, it was actually up there like, uh, earlier on. Um, so you can pick like three slots to put uh, abilities in. As you go through, you find you physically find abilities, So, which is kind of cool. You don't earn them. You just actually run through the game and find a, a loot box <laughs> on, the gr- <laughs> <laughs> on the ground that you actually like, find, you know, this ability is a stun grenade or, you know, a different sort of grenade or a rapid fire or a, a shield that lasts. You can see them in the... Um, no, you can't see them actually because we're in front of it. Um yeah, and um, so that works really well, and um, you, you end up like strategizing. Oh, that didn't work out, so I'll, you know I'll swap out in my next go and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool. You see, um, the people who got watching the video here, this, uh, the footage has gone to the, the first person, and you see how it's taken it away from it. Yep, this doesn't look like as as it's as really cinematic. weird. Yeah, you you're taken out of the game by going into first person. It's really strange. Um, I'm sure someone's written a paper on that. But anyway, continue, Dan. Uh, what, uh, what didn't you like about it? Um, I've got some more things I want to Okay, sorry. Um, so as you go through the story, you get to play as key Star Wars characters. So okay. it, it cuts to a different part of the galaxy and you play as Luke Skywalker. And yeah, yeah, there's actually three main characters. There's you who you play and you've got two teammates in your squad. The Inferno, the Inferno squad. Right. So you, um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So you play Luke Skywalker and you meet up with one of the other characters and stuff like that. And then at one stage I was playing as Princess Leia, like on a, a city 
Planet? Okay. Coruscant? No, it wasn't. It wasn't that one. It was like one of the... Uh, it doesn't matter. And yeah, she's blasting away and you had to like do like... And it was just cool. And then at one stage you're like... You get into a... You steal an at-at and you ro- run through the city in an, in an AT-AT smashing stuff. And so it's like... It changes it up. It's fun. It's this arcadey kind of... And just like... I don't, know, I don't understand why they... I'm hoping... Last Order... Is that the one new coming out? Jedi Order? What's that what game coming out called? Uh, the um, the Jedi Man. The Jedi Man? Star Wars The Jedi Man. What's it called, Brayden? Uh, I think it's Jedi Order. Uh, no, it's... um. Last Order? No. No. New Order. Oh my god, yeah. Why can't I think of it? Anyhow, that? the new Star Wars game coming out, I hope... Jedi Man, coming to a system near you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a hut. It's Jabba and the Huts. <laughs> Jabba and the Huts. Um... Yeah, I hope it's going to be like take some like it's going to be Fallen like this, a, a cool third person game. And I mean, I mean, like showing it in first person now, it's ruining my um. Thing. Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order. That's right. Thanks, Rai um, Guy. Some things that I didn't. Oh, Rai Guys. Um, some things I didn't like about it is that there are bits in the game where it, you have no idea what you're supposed to do. There's this bit where you had to fly a tie a tie fighter into a ship. Like a baddie ship, and you're flying to their docking bay. And as soon as I kept landing in there, it would just my ship would blow up, and I couldn't work out what it huh, was. No ship. Yeah. And um, oh look how cool they look. Yeah, keep it rolling down. Um, We're on a time. Oh. And so yeah, and eventually I just I don't know what even I did. Eventually I just kept doing. It. I probably did it 25 times before one of the times it just worked, and I I don't know what I was supposed to do in that. The space levels look amazing. Can you... Is there any... You can't cut to stuff, can you, Brayden? I certainly can. One second. Space levels? What's good about the space levels? Um, it's it's quite... Yeah, yeah. Look at this. That's so this is, So this is you fighting um, ships in the the wreckage of the Death Star that is blown up. Oh, that's cool. So, and like... When you go through some of these this wreckage, it all looks different. It's all awesome. All the sounds are like... And as obviously as the game goes on, cats. you, re- you realize in space. Yeah, you realize that the game is. Um, you realize that you're on the bad guys' side because they they do some pretty bad things to your home world in this. And your dad is one of the biggest jerks you've ever met in your life. Um, so she has a good reason why she kind of goes against them. And she actually just all all that really happens is that she just questions some of the stuff, and they just like charge her with treason. So she has no choice but to turn against them. So it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah. So overall, I give the campaign of this a thumbs up, and I didn't even play the multiplayer. Yep, multiplayer, multiplayer. As I've, as I've got, look at these bits. Look at this. Well, yeah. that's uh, it looks like a cool game. It's something I would probably pick up. Twelve dollars, probably still a little bit too much, but uh, <laughs> I'll get it when it's a little bit cheaper. Speaking of a little bit cheaper and so amazing, um, I took the advice of many game reputable. Reputable game sources, I should say. Uh, people at uh, IGN and uh, Kinda Funny, who we are big fans of, uh, they raved about this little game called Ding Dong XL, and it's up here on the screen. It's such a good name. Uh, we can see it there. <laughs> Ding it's, Dong XL. It's Pong, right? You're going up and down, up and down, but you just have to avoid the blocks. And it's got this really, really awesome... Um, can you control the ball? Yeah, you, that you are controlling the ball. So you have to. You just it's one button. It, you just it's, control when it moves. Yep, it's just one button. You're just pressing one button all the time, and you have to avoid all those things. But then you can get bonuses and smash them and get extra points and whatnot. And it's basically the highest score wins. However many times you go to the other side counts as one. And uh, yeah, when you hit one of them and you die, that's it. It progressively gets harder, and uh, the um, the objects speed up or slow down. But the coolest thing as well is this because uh, it's an independent game. 
the independent game maker has uh, enabled you to rack up points and spend them on different icons. So, Braden, if we go forward just a little bit more, Yo. I reckon we might see one of those icons, maybe. No. Anyway, you can unlock the IGN logo, the Kind of Funny logo. Uh, you can unlock Jared Petty's 8-bit face. And <laughs> you can unlock Portillo, which is Greg Miller's dog. Oh, my God, yes. Because right. I might, I'm have to cut that out. Oh, is that two-player? Yeah. Uh, you can have uh, competitions and whatnot. But this game is so addictive, and it's $1.50 on the Australian eShop for Nintendo Switch. You were about the sweet beats as well. Oh, awesome. Awesome uh, music. music. It was just uh, a techno electronic uh, theme. I am but a it was fan really of pumping. it. I love electronic. It was really, really cool. Ooh. Uh, but I also managed to get my hands on uh, What Remains of Edith Finch which uh, is one of this month's PlayStation Plus free games. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. This is great, this game. Have you played it? Uh, no, but I've read all about it. Yeah. Like, I like the idea. Is it, wait, is this the one with the rooms? Like a, a, yeah. It's all so, about a house and like, the story. Bas- yeah, basic premise is you're uh, someone who's on a boat. The opening scene opens with a boat, and you're reading a diary, and it tells this story. Mm. And you're walking around this house, uh, of which you know, and... Uh, it deals with a family and how each member of that family passed away. And every time they passed away, their room sealed off and created like a shrine or a museum. Uh, so you go in through there and, and find diary notes and discover how they died and more about them and how that uh, sort of comes along to a, a curse uh, on for this family. Um, it's a really beautiful game. It's, mm. a, it's a walking sim, uh, so it's nothing too strenuous. But what I really, really like about it is that you play... Uh, well, first of all, I forgot to mention that uh, the controls are really intuitive. So we're coming up to a scene here where, uh, for those listening on the podcast, you're opening a window. There's a bird out there. So you actually press forward. like So you grab, you press the uh, right trigger to grab, and then you push forward with both control sticks as your hands to open the door. Okay. And then there's another one where like you're on a swing, and you swing both legs like independently, but using the DualShock thumbsticks. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really good. And it just little things like that, like you turn a page by going over, um, it puts you in the game a lot more. Uh, so this is, yeah, really great story. Um, oh, you're playing a bird there. Yeah, well, this, this is one of the story mini games that uh, goes into... Um, yeah, I saw some of the mini games on there. They look really so good. So I'll talk about the mini games now. Um, there was uh, so they have different styles. You know, uh, the very, 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 very simple ones. So, for example, you might play a, a thirty-second mini game. Uh, this one we can see on screen now is you're a monster and you're going around eating people because it's part of a little girl's dream. You can see the monster there about to oh. grab the dude and yoink. And Yum. He, he looks like the, the darkness. Uh, then uh, later on, uh, one of the games, I guess it's sort of like the the crescendo, the the and uh, antithesis. End? No, the antithesis of the game, the the high point of the game. You play as um, Edith's brother Lewis and how he died. Uh, Braden, I think we've got footage there. Uh, this is his mini game here. So he he was a uh, uh, man who had a, a menial job uh, in a tuna factory, and you can see on the screen here he's using his right hand to catch a fish uh, from a conveyor belt and put it on a chopping block to chop off its head and go forward to processing. Very mind-numbing job. Yeah, like a processing, yeah. The story starts that uh, Lewis... So this story begins reading a, a letter from a psychiatrist. Uh, Lewis ha- had uh, delved into drugs and had a uh, schizophrenic episode. Oof. Uh, there's, there's a fish in... 
Yeah, so what you're seeing here on screen is the left hand, Ooh. the right hand side, you're um, controlling the fish and getting the hand chopped off. But then with the left hand side, you can see this cloud cre creeping in and it's a king walking around. It starts off really, really simple and then gets slowly, slowly more detailed as the story tells that uh, Lewis's psychosis deepened. And he sort of had this uh, reality where he was an explorer and a king. Uh, is taking over the current day reality. So that sort of takes up more of the screen. So with your left hand, you're controlling this king walking through a town and the right hand, you're controlling getting the fish and chopping it off. So you've got sort of one hand in uh, reality and one hand in fantasy. Yeah, right. And then as the uh, psychosis go on and on and on and get more and more detailed, um, it takes over more of the screen until you come to the end of Lewis's tale because, of course, he passes away as well in uh, quite horrific circumstances, uh, quite the, sad. Is it in the fish factory? Uh, spoiler. Not, not saying. Whatever I'm not going to say because everyone should play this game. It's free on the PlayStation uh, Plus network now. Go get it. Get it right Just, now, guys. It's not even long. It's like maybe an hour and a half, two hours. It's a great game. Um, so everyone should really, really play it. I cannot recommend it enough. Um, but you and I like very different games. Like you didn't like Rhyme, whereas I thought it was brilliant. It's it's not challenging at all. Um, you know, I didn't mind that one. Um, welcome to the. What was it called? The Epoch, the, the Rapture. Do you remember that? Welcome to the Rapture. I, was like, I didn't play that one. Walk them up. I, I did that whole game. I was alright. Right, but yeah, cool game. Really enjoyed it. Right. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do we have a thing now? Moving on to the next next bit. Let's get it. Let's, Let's do it. Oh. Whoa! Look at that stinger. Oh, You've done yourself it. there, Mister Dan. I hope it worked. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Okay, we're going to kick off the uh, news section with some E3 rumors. Now, before we go on to this, I did want to say that, yes, there has been a lot of other news that we probably won't cover, but that's been covered by every other single gaming website out there. Uh, so we're going to focus on the other stuff that you may not get from them because, let's face it, they do a much better job than us at the moment. So the most important news of the day. Yeah, no, no. Predator. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> This is some E3 rumors that I've found. Uh, we've got oh. some uh, E3 predictions next show. But up on the screen now, you can see a, uh, a homemade VR game for Predator using a GoPro. This isn't what's coming out, but uh, a Predator VR game is or has been leaked to be revealed at E3. Uh, this was done by the trophy list being discovered and leaked, uh, which only happens once the game's completed, obviously. Uh uh, blah, 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 I believe, and I'll go into this a little bit later on, but this is hinting more uh, at the fact that Sony will have a state of play a week before or during E3, which I think is sort of silly if they don't, considering they don't have any uh, physical presence at the show mm. this time around. Uh, next rumor is a next-gen Fable uh, game has been or probably be announced at E3 and we can see uh, the reboot of Fable here or the remaster here the, re the rejigger the rejigger um, so apparently it's going to be uh, a reboot of the whole series uh, scheduled for 2021 which I reckon might uh, bring it just after launch of the PlayStation 5 uh, it'll be a quick reveal during the E3 conference this year although people said that we were going to see that at E3 last year and at the Game Awards last year as well but it's obviously gathering steam. Have you ever played a Fable game? I have not. I haven't either. Ooh. We've got something in common. Yeah. Weird. Xbox exclusive? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I had an, I've had. i got an Xbox. <laughs> have you played in Braden? God, no. It was an Xbox exclusive. I'm a PlayStation kid, my boy. Whoa. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't realise there was wars. any rivalry. Okay, coming up as well. Um, hang on to the butts, because this one's sure out of left field. 
Halo Infinite will get a huge info dump with a new trailer and possible 2020 release date. So I'm guessing that is going to be tying in with the Scarlet, which of course is the next generation uh, Xbox console that is due to come out. Well, we're thinking will come out very, very soon in the this next is, um, year. I'm really excited about Halo Infinite. I reckon it's going to be cool. Yeah, well, we're looking at the trailer now that was revealed at E3 last year or Game Awards. Wow, the graphics look so good. Yeah, well, they do that with pre-rendered videos. Yeah, I know. And finally, from the ye olde rumour mill, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, CD Projekt Red have confirmed that they will be there, but it will not be playable to the public. Uh, there are rumours going around that there's going to be a new trailer and we will probably get a release date. I'm really excited for this game and I can't wait for it to be banned in Australia and not be able to play it. I reckon this game is going to be one of those hype machines that doesn't, like... Like, to me, I'm, I'm looking at this now and I'm like, eh, hey, it looks okay. But, like, was it Watch Dogs? The very first Watch Dogs? That was such a hype machine and they showed all this stuff. And then when you played it, you're like, it's okay. And I reckon this is going to be the same. Well, from what I've read from people who have actually played the game um, in E3 last year and whatnot, they all say it's exactly like this. Like, it is very, very good. They're all very excited about it. Yeah, cool. So, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm assuming everyone else is as well. Keen. Go. Good. Hot take there from me. Hot take. Okay, on to some regular news. Uh, There was a little trailer that debuted earlier this week for Minecraft Earth. Yeah, did you see this at all, Braden? No. Okay, so um, you're following this hip young teen who looks about 28. <laughs> but yeah, she looks young. Yeah, she's young because she's got a skateboard and a backpack and chews bubblegum. Seriously, she looks... Traumatization. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, Pokemon Go, but for Minecraft. So you, you go around, you collect blocks, you find blocks, you build things on flat surfaces. But you have to hold your phone in front of your face to do it. Yep, and I can guarantee you we're going to see lots of Minecraft penises everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, look at her. She's playing... No, that's not how it works. Is this what they've replaced with... Uh, do you remember they were like, oh, man, it's going to be amazing. There's going to be like... Do you remember that one with the the, the, the augmented reality that they, they showed a while back? Oh, with yeah, Minecraft? Yeah, the E3 stage. Yeah, and that was ages ago. They've done nothing with that. Maybe this is it. Like, the idea that everyone is in the same world of Minecraft and you can just make whatever you want and it's just there permanently in the game for every single person... If that's what it is. I think that's what they're hinting at here. It because is. she's looking at other people's constructions. But it's going to be buggy. You know what I mean? Stuff isn't going to register as being there. It's going to be inside of things. and mm. But that's just not going to work. You're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to plonk stuff on top of a house. Hasn't Minecraft, they? your world. Well, I guess we'll find out when Minecraft Earth comes out sometime soon. And Dan is sceptical. <laughs> uh, Red Dead Online launched a couple of weeks ago now officially out of beta uh, there's been a bit of a worrying trend uh, you can see on the screen now <laughs> soon yeah yet um, yeah, piles of dead horses are being found I like coming this, up this, Red this, Dead Online this, this video that I got and it's got this guy on the horse as you can see here and he's just freaking out and just stabbing the horses <laughs> like, like they <laughs> Just piles and piles of dead horses. It's also been reported that this particular glitch is causing players to lag out as well. Uh, there's too many dead horses on the screen. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's a... Because they're all burned as well. Yeah, well, there was that glitch in the game where the, you the walk... horses on fire. Yeah, yeah, you walk across a certain... They've really got land. a problem with their horses, don't they? Well, I mean, is it is it a problem or is it uh, something that... Uh, 
you know, that they've put in on purpose to, you know, Don't get know. some kind Damn, of interest. Rockstar really hates horses. Yeah, man. I like the... Look at this guy here for the, uh, the, the people watching it in the video. He just, look, just kind of just stops and... He's, he's a, stands on a rail. And stands on a rail and floats. <laughs> Anyhow, so... What's next in the news? <laughs> <laughs> Kojima Watch. My favourite part of the show. Kojima, Kojima Watch. What's good old Kojima been up to? Uh, there was a tweet that Kojima sent out the other day teasing a new Death Stranding trailer, which again, I think points to Sony gearing up for a state of play reveal. But mm. what we can see on the screen now is a tweet that Kojima set out. And I don't actually have it on me, but basically in his tweet, he said, oh, I realized I haven't sent out any high-res images yeah. of uh, the backpack the main character wears for all you cosplayers out there. So here you go. And he also said, like, get the details right because it's inaugural to the abilities in the game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like so every look at, pouch is going to so, be related to one So thing. look at this. What do we got on this backpack? Uh, we got a canteen of water. We yeah. got... Uh, What's that yellow thing? Do you reckon that's water? Yeah, that's, that'd be his water canister, I think. Or a battery backpack? But I don't what know. What if it's his womb juice? Yeah, there's a little thing on the bottom there. of it, And, there, and there's also a dream catcher hanging off of yeah. it. Yeah. If you've noticed. Norman Reed is very spiritual. Is he? No. Is that why he doesn't wash his hair? Oh. oh. Or his face. Um. So yeah, it's it's a little backpack. And then there's, there's, a, big, there's a big hard case behind it. Like mm. a, a steel me case, as they're called in my industry. <laughs> well, I want to know where this is from. Because in the background there, that looks like Street Fighter Five up on the screen. Oh, this is And oh, Devil, Devil May Cry. Cry yeah. yeah. This would be at like a games floor thing because at the um at the packs when I went there there was like Kojima modelly things there as well. Kojima modelling things. Modelly. Look at those boots. <laughs> no, Kojima man. was there just modelling his clothing range. Ooh. So you want to watch? Here you go. They, um, those those boots watch. are serious boots as well. Like so he's got, he's put the boots up on the backpack so cosplayers can get the boots right. Yep. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I like like you think oh that's that's a bit full of yourself, Kojima thinking people are going to cosplay your character and then you go. Nah, it's probably on brand. It's going to happen. It's, it's no going to happen everywhere. But yeah, uh, for the people on the podcast, check it out. <laughs> on the line. On the line. I've also tweeted it over on our Facebook page. So oh, yeah, join over there and check, check it, it out. out. Check it out there. Okay, Brayden, topic of the show. Whoa, 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 no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no. Whoa, There's whoa, some ads. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Brayden, scratch that. Damn straight. Hi, we're back and don't know what we're doing. How did you miss? This is the thing you miss every week. Yeah, the I know. Patreon. The Patreon. <laughs> the bluest giant is writing in our... <laughs> on our run sheet, I've got... Thank the Patreons in highlighted blue and, and big still, capital letters, and I still, still missed it. <laughs> anyway, Dan, take over. Thank the Patreons. Thank you, Patreons. Um, and supporters. And supporters of us. Uh, but we particularly want to thank the Patreons because they support us with the, the cold hard cash that makes us buy equipment and upgrade our stuff and keep us going. You guys, We can't do this stuff without you guys. Uh, and you can see you guys on the screen there. I'm just going to do a quick shout out to you quickly, really quick. So thanks to Mike, Chris, Sam, Luke, Henry, Luke. 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 I'll put him in twice. twice. Um, Natalie. Cheers, Luke. <laughs> uh, Todd, Tommaso, Ash, and Karen, and Ashraf. Thank you very much, guys. You're the guys that help us out. And if you want a shout out or join to the uh, supporter only exclusive group, you can simply subscribe on Twitch or you can head on over to patreon.com backslash hack the dino, support for as little as $1 a month and get a whole slew of exclusive content. Now, we recorded our um, little skit, sell me a comic for all the Patreons a little bit earlier. Hmm. Um, and that stuff's getting stupid. Yeah, you should. It it's is getting awesome. dumb. It's, no, it's getting awesome. Anyhow. <laughs> but head on over to patreon.com backslash hack the dino uh, for $10 a month. If you're feeling you know generous, you can watch our other show live. Uh, as we record it, hack the Dynamo or Dynamo, whatever we're calling it now. Yeah, cool. Anyway, Dan, plug the thing. 
And also, um, our one of our main sponsors, Greenlight Comics. So let's uh, get the ad going. There it goes. And, and there's me and Ross walking. So Greenlight Comics is in Adelaide, 18 Stevens Place. It's the comic shop that I own. It's beautiful. It has desks. It has counters. It has graphic novels. Come down. We've got a subscription service. We've got everything. We've got everything a comic shop could want. See you soon. There it is. On there the it is. And I'm not really good at my ad. No, but we'll practice. Here, let me give it a go with King Kaiju Collectibles. Here he is. King Kaiju's hidden in those images. Can you see him? Maybe he's that Bomberman. Maybe he's that Mario All-Stars cart. In a cart. Maybe he's that Clown Kaiju. Maybe, just maybe, he's hiding behind this thing, that Cup. big green man. But King Kaiju Collectibles sells all this stuff. You can see it in Greenlight Comics. You should go down there, have a look, because he's awesome and we're awesome. Okay. And we're back. And our fronts. I've said that joke already this show, but I don't care. I'm sticking to it. We're back in our fronts. This is our topic of the show. Bad game endings. Yeah, so uh, there's been a lot of publicity. Publicity? Publicity. Felicity. There's been a lot of felicity about uh, Game of Thrones and and people throwing up their arms and going, Oh, it ended badly. Oh, here's a petition. Rewrite it. Here's a petition? (laughs) Here's a petition. Rewrite it. Oh, okay, we will. Because I'm, I'm entitled in my own little bubble and it didn't work out because, you know, the whole show is about subverting the hero's journey, and uh, I actually had a discussion with someone. Anyhow, let's not get into <laughs> I just, had a, just very quickly, I had a discussion with someone on Twitter, um, and I, I quite earnestly said, look, if you had to write the ending to Game of Thrones, how would you like it to end? Uh, and this person said, oh, I'd kind of like to, um, you know, not... Don't, don't tell me, because I haven't watched it yet, and I they'll know that doesn't happen. Well, you, if you've watched it anyway, you, you know. But basically, he, he wants to see the good guys win. He wants to see literally... The good knight slay the dragon and live happily ever after, oh, yeah. and that was his idea of how Game of Thrones should end. <laughs> anyway, so Game of Thrones not sticking the landing. Um, I thought, what games have been really, really awesome up until that final critical boss and ending, and just blew it. Just re- didn't stick it. Didn't land it. I reckon we've nailed it with these as well. Like. All right, so we've we've gone three each. Um, Dan, you've got three. I've got three. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, so my first one is the last boss in Final Fantasy X. Now this was in my uh, my favourite games of all time list that we did the other day. Other but day it, or month? Yeah, but the end boss. Of, so you fight in Final Fantasy. You know, you put ninety five hours in it. You fight all these monsters to get this point, and then the N N N N boss is a little tick in the middle of the skin. That that you can't you can't lose against because you somehow you get like a magic healing that continually goes over your character. So it's just this long slog of hitting a tick that keeps healing itself and you just have to keep hitting it. But you can't lose. And it's the most disappointing thing. It's actually religion. What? It's the the the, the Yevon is the religion in the game and you're fighting Yevon, the manifestation of the religion which is a tick. Right. <laughs> It's so disappointing when you get to it. Um, the, the the fight just before this was awesome. Right. And they should have just cut it off there. It should have been the end, but they tacked this thing on there, and you're just like, nah, this is this is rubbo. So that's my number one. All right. Ben. Uh, so uh, my, my third one, I'll say, uh, is this oh, game. Oh, that was my third one. Uh, well, not yeah. that one, Braden. We're going to mine, which is Mario Brothers 2. Now, uh, spoiler alert for a 20-year-old game. Uh, you... Well, you appeared to cut this one early, Dan. Uh, here's the ending. You finish the game. It's quite a hard game. 
Uh, you finish, you beat Wart, you beat him up, and then Mario wakes up and it was all a bad dream. That's the ending. It was all a bad dream. I think, I have mentioned this earlier, I think they did this to um, keep the, because the game is vastly different from every other Super Mario game, and I think they did this just to keep the continuity of Mario, the look of it, because it looks different to a Mario game, it, it played different. And well, I think of course, like, well, it's a hypothetical version of Mario. We Mario. know that Mario 2 is Mario USA over in Japan, mm. because uh, Nintendo thought that uh, us Westerners wouldn't be able to handle the actual Mario 2, which was Lost Levels, which was basically the world's which biggest you, troll game. Which you can't handle, yeah. <laughs> uh, so they reskinned a game called Doki Doki Panic. Hmm. And you, if you look up Doki Doki Panic, it's the exact same image, Wart and everyone's there, but the main characters have been replaced with Mario, Toad, Princess, and all those lovable characters that have now found their way into our hearts. Fanto. Like I, I, did like, I did like this ending, how it just goes through and shows you and the names of all the characters you're fighting. Like I, I hated it. I loved it. Yeah, it's all right. They got those names wrong, wrong way around. Ostro is the other one, and Birdo's that one. They, oh. they messed up. You messed up, Nintendo of America. Well, this is the this is the Super Nintendo remake version. Well, they messed up too. Everyone messed up. You're all a bunch of mess ups. All right, Dan, my, your game. My next one is um, I'm gonna do Borderlands. Rule. The end of Borderlands one. They're going on about the destroyer. You know, the destroyer of worlds. Uh, this big destroyer beast, and then you get to him at the end of the game. And he's just a big blob that has tentacles, which is a bullet sponge. That you just sit there and just lay into him. He's not hard. And it's just like, this is it. This is what I've been playing this game for hours and hours. They keep mentioning this destroyer. And it's going to like you know end the world. He finally comes out and he's just this guy that you can see on screen. He's just a flat blob with some arms. And it's just, are you kidding me? Like, this game is so good up until this point. And then it's disappointing. <laughs> it's just, it's just so is there any skill to it at all or are you just well, you pumping can, him full of bullets you can see what's happening that's here. it that's the whole game you're just shooting his eyeball yeah or just shooting him I mean bits more come out and you do some dodging and hiding but it's, it's there were hard there were so many harder other fights in the game like it's just and he's just really strong so he's just a bullet sponge you just have to just keep going your biggest enemy is running out of ammo <laughs> <laughs> wow. which I think they uh, give you Look out for that slow-moving tentacle. Oh, dear. Anyhow, that, so that, that, so this was such a great game, Borderlands. Um, and then just the end guy was just such a disappointment. It was just, I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, they, they phoned it in. It's the worst. Right. So my next game is Ghosts and Goblins. Now, we can see here uh, Arthur fighting Satan. And you, this is a really hard game. Like, you get two shots. Uh, and you defeat Satan, you think, yes! And then this message comes up and it says, this room is an illusion and it's a trap by Satan. Go back to the air start uh, and go back to the start and start again. So you play this whole game uh, where you get hit once and you lose your armor, get hit again, you're dead. Uh, the game itself goes for a good couple of hours and you think, yes, I finally defeated it. You defeat Satan and it goes, oh no, this was just a, an illusion. You've got to go back and do the whole yeah. game again. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, sorry, mate. So they make you play the game twice, but harder, harder on the second time. That through. is that is a rip off. That's that's a blatant like you you you're jerks. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. Oof. Dan, number one. Um. So me, the one I think the most uh, that annoyed me the most was Fallout Three, the ending. So you can see it, the um the guy on the screen here. This is the guy who killed your dad, or I think it was killed your dad. You've been after him the whole game. You know, you've been like, who is this guy? You finally meet him, and then he basically, this is it. 
Hit him once. He's dead. <laughs> he's a, his head's fallen off. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So you go into this room in this giant armor. You know, you're basically a tank. And it's just a dude in there with no armor or anything. And you kill him. And that's the end. Right. And, uh, cool, and, uh, cool story. I mean, there's a couple of enemies here around him. But like you can see here, you just they just fall over and die. And then, and then you go in and you press a button. And then it's just a, a series of five still images with the like, And then the game ended. Wow. And that's like, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you kidding me? That's the end? so much time in this game. Yeah. Oh, is this also the ending where, like, she has to sacrifice herself to go in and yeah. uh, uh, couple the radiation and there was an outcry, so Bethesda patched it, so, like, you can send in the robot <laughs> instead of the living human? I think you do send in the robot. No, you send, you send in the... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's boring. You can see here, even the footage here is boring. This is the end of the game. And I'm like... <sighs> yeah, high-paced high, high paced action adventure. To give it a bit more credit, though, there was a cool scene before this. Like, coming to this point, there was some action and adventure. But this is the end guy. The end guy was rubbish. Yep. Speaking of the end guy being rubbish, cool. is my uh, number one. Also in uh, uh, from Raigai in the chat. Yep. Um, if you get the DLC, you survive no matter what, and the game continues. Oh, so get the DLC. There you go. Get the DLC. But I've finished the it. Ending. There's nothing to do after the end. Why <laughs> the ending? Um, here's my number one pick, and I was very, very disappointed in this. It is, of course, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, the Beast Ganon fight. So the fight before this was really, really difficult. Um, well, not really difficult. It was challenging. Yeah, it was where a you're good fighting. Fight. Yeah. Uh, and then he transforms into Beast Ganon. You find yourself out in Hyrule Field with this big, big, dark beast Ganon and you think sweet I'm gonna have to gallop around and chase him down and and you know go on a horse adventure with him and and defeat him but no he just stands there and bright targets come out on his back and you just shoot him with an arrow yeah it's rubbish and it's the thing that no one did in the game yeah how often did you ride your horse and shoot stuff with an arrow oh well a lot did but, you well yeah I didn't <laughs> uh but the, the you can see there he doesn't move he just sort of goes roar and you just kind of like, it's just a time, like, you just have to be back at the front of him at a certain point. Yeah. And then you shoot him in the face. And it's just like, oh my God, is this it? Yeah. So all the examples I've noticed that we're talking about here, these are games that should have ended before. The previous boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like the Final Fantasy, this one, the the Fallout one, like that, it should have, you know. The, He's not even moving. He's just sort of, they're kind of weirdly humping like the ground. It's a tutorial on how to use your bow. It is, yes. <laughs> it's a tutorial for yeah. a main boss. They, they did a um, they did a consensus, and they're like, "What's the thing you use the least in the whole game? The bow." Oh, okay, we'll have it. You have to use the bow. Basically, we'll train you how to use it. On how the good would have this been if Ganon was running around Hyrule, just around the the, the um, actual map? Yeah, just running around. Either chasing you down, like, oh, he did a, an attack, but you ran out of the way it's because just, you saw it coming a mile on. This is like the Borderlands one. It's just a big bullet sponge just standing there waiting to get shot. And what's more, you also get a completely OP weapon in the light arrows from Zelda, which take off, like, a fifth of his energy with each, uh, each shot. Yeah. You know what the hardest thing in this game was? The first boss I played was so hard. Which one was it? I don't know. Was it the one in the camel? Because that's a hard one. No, it was just one of them, and I was just—I wasn't powerful enough, but I just persisted. This game's so hard. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. He's about to get a blood moon. Good talk. Oh, I haven't watched this footage. Is that going to be a blood moon? And then he's going to replenish all his health. That'd be funny. Anyway, yeah. There, that's it. That's our uh, six worst top games ending ever. It's basically, the worst bosses thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Good. But yeah, ah, that was good fun. Now, viewer questions. Okay, we've got some viewer questions here from viewers who have questions for us. <laughs> uh, they can ask us over in our Facebook or drop us an email uh, or on any of the social media things. These ones I got from Instagram, you know, mm. DMs in the old Instagram, at Hack the Dino, funnily enough. Uh, so the first one is from Joshua Timchin. <laughs> I hope I got that name right. And Joshua asks, do you think retro game collecting of current generation titles will be as popular in 20 to 30 years as traditional retro game collecting has been. I think I read that really weird. Did I read that weird? Yeah. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Who cares? No, no, um, I don't think it will be because I think feel everything's going kind of digitally. I, I, even now I feel like my older games of like my, um, my, my, by PS3 mm-hmm. games are kind of like they just have the the pizzazz and the nostalgia of the older games here. We've got some footage up here now to some older games. What version of Daytona is this? <laughs> it's the NES version. This is by Game Hue, by the way. Thank you for letting us use this footage. I did not. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know. Is that what you kind of think or? Look, I think uh, retro gaming is so popular at the moment because people my age are sort of the first or second generation to grow up on video games. So we have that nostalgic yeah. uh, desire to play them again because we sit down and we get that dopamine here going, oh yeah, Battletoad, sweet! And you remember playing it and battling it and you know you might be able to get through the stages where you couldn't as a kid. Um, I think that retro gamings will always appeal to the generation that were kids when they came out. Yeah. So, Brayden... Yeah, he's obsessed with, like, PlayStation 1, aren't you, right? Yo, PlayStation yeah. 1, PlayStation 2, that was my jam. So you really, really, uh, well, not collect, but you would go back and play P- PS1 games, Yeah, correct? so uh, I'm literally at the moment um, scouring through uh, the local uh, classifieds, and I'm uh, hunting down all the PS2 games that I loved as a kid. Two? Yeah. PS2. So now's the time to buy PS2 games because no one wants any of that. Yeah, they're like um, $5. But would $2. you go and buy, like, would you play an NES? Would you play, uh, you know, Flintstones on the NES? See, nah, because I never, I, I didn't grow up with that sort of stuff. Exactly right. Yeah. So, exactly so, my point. So, so retro so, gaming is... Is a, a section ge- generational, basically. Yeah, so, 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 so then it will it will survive. Exactly, it, it just will. won't survive in the way that we look at it. It'll always be there, but it'll be different for each generation on how they feel and look at it. Now, the only big problem is that Online now games. that a lot of well, that but a lot of them now are discs, and discs don't last forever. That is true. Wait, but they don't? No, no, no. Discs <laughs> degrade <laughs> very, very quickly. They have a lifespan. Whereas cartridges, yeah, you can dump that sucker in hot water but, and it'll like, still work. But they have, like I was saying, with my, um, with my hyperspin unit, there are um, uh, emulations out there that emulate the actual game. Yep. And so you're basically archiving all these games on uh, a computer. And I think that's very important. So it's not... That's the problem with people going pirating. And we, we had this discussion a while ago, a couple of episodes ago. This is a I'm... game called Scunny Cart. <laughs> S-K-U-N-N-Y, Cart. Um, we had this discussion a couple of uh, shows ago. I actually think uh, uh, preserving these game codes on machines like Hyperspins or whatnot are essential because we're not going to have these games for a long, long time, especially with the degradation of... CDs and I mean plastic you know. can't last forever. No, the, the, the things are made out of. I, PC Engine games are the strongest thing in the world, but they're not going to last three thousand years. No. So um, we sort of went on a skewed topic there, but yes, I think those who grew up 
with Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3 will hunt them down again. Um, and uh, it will continue. We've, we've got the proof, but I... Doing the show. Behind yeah. this green screen. Yeah. Behind this big curtain. Don't look behind it. Ignore the man. Anyway. Anyhow. Uh, another question we've got here is from Chris Price. And Chris asks, what is your favorite non-work, non-gaming hobby or pastime? Hmm. Dan, getting a bit personal. Um, so one of my things that I love doing is setting up my stream. Mm-hmm. Um, I work very, very hard on my streams. You can see it's my opening of my stream that we're watching now. Um, I, I put a lot of work into I'm really this. impressed with that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one. Oh, you, you I like think that? that's great. So these are from old videos that I've made and stuff like that. Um, uh, putting a stream together, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of computer work in it, learning cameras, learning lighting, lots of reading and stuff like that. And I just find that really, really, really fun. So one of my things, so I've got three things I actually do. So this is my first one. Is like my, I work on my streams. Uh, my second one is um, I, uh, I do a lot of skateboarding. So, yeah, I actually do a sport. I do skateboarding. Um, here we have, and I do a lot of skateboard filming as well here. Uh, I, well, I used to, and I, I don't do as much filming as I used to, but this is uh, some skate videos that I've made in the past. And, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I do, I do a lot of skateboarding outside of, um, uh, outside of being on the computer. And the third thing I do is that I watch anime. I love anime. Uh, I, I, the be, the best thing that ever happened in my life was my Crunchyroll account. Um, finally, I don't have to think anymore. I don't have to torrent. I don't have to download. I don't How have good's to... Crunchyroll, by the way? Crunchyroll's fantastic. That's what I'm saying. I love Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, if you'd like to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. Sponsor. We love Crunchyroll. Everyone out there, all of our lovely viewers and listeners would also love to love Crunchyroll. But Crunchyroll, we need your help. So Crunchyroll... Come on, come on over. Stop, stop overtaking Crunchy advertising roll. anime stuff. Yeah, I love anime. I love getting into my battle mangas, my black clovers, my you know my Naruto's, my Bleach, my Radiance, my my Hero Academia. All of them. I watch them all. I love it. Sounds crunchy. Hunt. Yeah. Crunch. Crunchy roll. No. Looking at you. Give me a sponsorship. <laughs> and that's it. All right. Uh, so I'll add a, a quick little thing because I didn't realize you were going to three. I just chose one thing. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't narrow it down. But uh, yeah, I, I'm a dad. I have an 11 and a half year old daughter. Uh, so I hang out with her a lot and do do stuff. Yeah, you, your dad. I dad do, the, up. do the dad things. Um, what else do I do? Uh, I work. <laughs> but that's, that's not no, part of it. you do your stuff. But I also do uh, karate, uh, specifically Japan Karate Association. So we can see here uh, one of the old fights with uh, Naka-sensei. He's got the uh, red belt on there. Oh, belt that dead in the face. Yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, this is what I do for my pastime. You do this a lot as well. Yeah, I do this five times a week. Um, I've Ooh. taken classes from Naka uh, in Japan. He's actually sort of like a, a superstar over there. He's actually a film star as well. Is he really? Yeah. Um, he's he's really he's genius. No, one Which of the one, things he does now. One? Yeah, it's aggressive. It's very aggressive. People lose teeth. Um, but Naka is uh amazing to see. That Gakazuki just there, he just picked it and knocked him out. And here he is against Frank Brennan. He actually loses this fight because Frank Brennan's a multi-time world champion. But uh, yeah, Frank, it's uh, <laughs> crazy. But I'm also a judge uh and an instructor. Uh, yeah, so I travel to Japan, train. Uh, hopefully, I'll be trying out for the, for the world competition next year. And I'll really, make the Australian team. Five five days a week, that is that is definitely your biggest hobby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's not the only part More of than karate that uh, I like. 
there's another part called Cutter, which is uh, demonstrating, uh, sort of telling a story, but over movements. And I think we've got a, uh, another video there, Braden. Uh, this is Naka Sensei again, doing Nijo Shiho, which is a uh, cutter. Uh, he actually did this one on the set of Kuriobi, um, which is Black Belt. Sure, this isn't just the motion cap for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, <laughs> but this is one of my favorite cutters that I like doing. Um, and this is the reason why I stopped karate was the cutter. I hated it so much as a kid. Well, you just have to visualize who, what attacks coming and what. The, no, I just the, couldn't remember what came next. No, oh, well, that's why you practice. But this is what I really like about karate. I don't know if you can see his belt there, but see how it's so faded and used and worn that it's white. Is that and a that's black like, belt? Yeah, well, he, he is. He's the seventh damn black belt. Um, but what happens main. is because you train so much and you type your belt so much, all the cotton wears away and it becomes white. So the whole thing is, yes, you, you journey, you go from white belt to black belt, but then when you become a black belt, you go back to being a white belt because you realize there's no... Uh, it's a continuing journey. So no. once you reach, like having a black belt just means you've ticked all the boxes for the basics. Go so as soon scout, as you get to black belt, patches. yeah, yeah. when more. you get to black belt, that's the time to... And that's why they did all the sevens and eight stams and stuff like that. Uh, and then they're like, let's not have any more dance. No, actually Funakoshi did that when he was developing the system. Yeah, right. And he was only up to fifth down when he passed away. So now uh, uh, Shihan is and Ricky. And let's continue oh. on. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Karate podcast. I was I was taking taking the limelight away from Dan. It's true. So let's bring it back with this little segment we like to call and stutter about. Brayden. Dan versus the world. Hey. Brayden's here. Who is that man? That beardless that man? man. That beardless man in that braid new haircut. Yeah, I got I got I uh, had, Where's the camera? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I got a haircut down the side, and now I'm just going all messy with it and everything. Okay, for those of you who don't know what Dan vs. The World is, I have three songs. I will play the first five seconds of one of those songs, and Dan, who is representing Dan, will take on Brayden, who is representing you, the world. All of your oh. hopes and dreams are in the hands of Brayden's noggin. You're going down, world! His <laughs> noggin hands. <laughs> Brayden doesn't know what to do with that. <laughs> Uh, Dan will go first and ask a question, then Brayden back and forth for five questions. At the end of five questions, they each have a guess. If they are right, they get a point. If they are wrong, they don't get a point. If they are both incorrect, it is a draw. They can choose to answer beforehand to try and pip the other at the post, but if they get it wrong, no double guns. I'm going to do, do a title card for this rule so we don't have to do this every Thank week. Thank goodness. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> All right, so uh, as we stand now, the world is on 19 and Dan is on 20. Ooh, okay, I'm so in the lead, here's ladies. Our Hello. First, first song. Dan, question number one. Um, what year was it made? <laughs> Uh, you don't know that, do you? No. <laughs> um, what company made it? Uh, Nintendo. Nintendo. Well, that's a... Big surprise. Big surprise. that down. Big surprise. Braden. Uh, what console's that on? Uh, the Nintendo. Oh, great. Cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Question number two, Dan. What Super Mario Brothers 2 is it? <laughs> oh, sorry. Super Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> 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 that was a... That was an on-purpose joke. <laughs> and Brayden, have you noticed that I've 
accidentally got the green screen on your thing and it's green screening out all the stuff behind you. Yeah, all that little stuff. like just The orange? The no, the orange. Look. Oh, there. Yes. <laughs> so, so, yes. Is that right? You're right. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Mario <laughs> Brothers 2. So, Dan, you're on 21. World's on 19. Brayden, you're letting us down. Well, yep. He was he was born 21 years before that. <laughs> you you that hit me up with out. a uh, PS2, PS3 game. I might get this someday. Okay, right. well, here we go. Here's uh, song number two. <sighs> Dan, question number one. That changed uh, so what, what, um, what genre of game is that? Uh, it's a walking sim. Braden, oh, question okay. number one. Well, now I know what to guess. Um, oh, no, I don't because I don't know the friggin' title of it. Um, I can cheat. I've got, a, I've got the show right here. <laughs> I closed my folder. I saw you changing <laughs> it. I saw you closing it. Uh, is it... What remains of Edith Finch? Yes, it is. Yes, man. As if you called that that handshake to the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pressure was on, oh. man. I mean, I had it written right oh, in front I of me. I closed the folder that has all the clips in it. Did you know until Braden said, oh. Oh, no, as soon as you said walk them up, I was like, oh, it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, I thought this episode was going to go a bit longer, but we got one more to go. Here we go. No, this Song one. number three. <laughs> Being a bit obvious, Man, this, this is this we really, we really need a gif what we just did there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Dan, question number one. <sighs> I feel like I know what it is, <laughs> but I won't. Um, what um, is the main protagonist? No, no, uh, <laughs> what is what company made this game? Uh, it's an independent game, okay, Braden. Ah. Oh. I can't, okay. can't remember the name because he shut his files down. No, I can. Is it Ding Dong XL? It's Ding Dong XL. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. at the end. I think you failed by doing the ones in the show this week. <laughs> hey, no, I closed that folder. I didn't even know. And, oh boy, I wish I still had that open. Uh, so, at the end of episode 71, Dan versus the World, we have Dan on 21 and the World also on 21. Ooh, even that out. We oh. are, we are... Very, very fast coming up to our end of year spectacular in six months, uh, <laughs> which will be live at Greenlight Comics, by the way. Ooh. Come and sit on a chair, watch us do this live, and we're going to have a whole panel of guests. Yeah, ask hopefully. Them, ask them questions. We haven't asked them yet. Haven't we? No. Greenlight, what are you doing? I don't know. Why That's is this back up? Here we go. I love that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so that'll be at the end of the year. Um, next show, we've got our E3 prediction show, which will be pretty rad. Yeah. Um, mm. So start thinking what your what your predictions are going to be. We're going to do four serious ones. My prediction is they're not going to be able to fill their, their, their floor spaces. <laughs> four serious <laughs> ones and then one long shot. So one that you... And then something we want. No, just, just whatever. Like a pterodactyl is going to come down and eat a horse. I want them to get... Augmented reality. Get back on that train, you turkeys. Well, we just saw Minecraft. A dude in a nah. Crash Bandicoot costume is going to murder I want, someone I on want, stage. I always want glasses like I'm wearing with augmented reality in them. We've been Hack the Dino. 
your nonsense video game variety show. I'm Ben, that's Dan. Braden's on the camera, you saw him earlier. But you can catch us over on youtube.com backslash hack the dino. But you can also see worst game reviews, uh, your streams, edited down streams maybe soon. And we're cooking up some other stuff which will be rolling out nostalgia. here, there. And, and nostalgia! Uh, nostalgia nice... is a show, by the way. It not is. Just a word. is a show. You don't just get nostalgia from watching us. You might. <laughs> well, it depends. You might have known me when I was a child. And went, that beginners, remember that time he <laughs> ate that frog? Did you eat a frog? I have actually once. Oh, really? No. I just, yeah. A live one? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. What's wrong with you? Little kid, swallowed a frog. Ugh. You can also see us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you don't like the pictures with your eyes, you can hear us with the words in your head. Not those words, though. Not They're the, good not people. Not the ones that say kill. Don't do it. And also on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. What else can they see on Twitch, Dan? Uh, what do you mean? You! You, when you stream Oh, games. yeah, me, me, me. You can see me. You can see me on Twitch every Sunday. Um, I do, uh, I'm a variety streamer, which means I just do a whole bunch of different games and stuff, have a bit of fun. Uh, also, I'm thinking about doing every second Friday streaming as well. So instead of the, the shows bi-weekly and then on the off weeks, I'll do a stream. Yep. So and be, I would be streaming right now, next week. For those of you still listening, we have heard your request to have this as a weekly show. That'll happen, but we we need more time um, time to do it. And so, uh, so for now, you just get me streaming instead. That's right. But down the road, when uh, the the interest is there, we will certainly go weekly. So tell your friends, tell them to subscribe, tell them to like. Liking this video will really really help us out. I doubt anyone's watching anymore, so I'm just going to say random words: dog, all right, cat, credits, Bye. music.